Welcome, welcome, dear listeners. This is Pulp Beats and Deep Talks. I'm Robin Gray, ready to stir the pot and shake the airwaves. And here with me, as always, is my fantastic co-host, the calm to my storm, Justin Rector. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here, ready for another exciting episode. Today's show is packed with pulsating rhythms and brain-tingling discussions. Kicking off with our deep talk, we've got Dr. Linda Carter, a psychologist who's going to dive into the intriguing psychology of humour. It's going to be a fascinating chat, and I'm sure we'll all be laughing and learning. And uh, don't miss Justin's Fresh Beat today. I've got a treat for your ears, retrofuturistic love by Static Bliss. It's a track that blends nostalgic vibes with a modern twist, and I can't wait to share it with you all. We've also got our usual lineup of amazing music, so stay tuned for a musical journey like no other. Remember, we love hearing from you. Join our discussions, share your thoughts, and let's make this show uh, a truly interactive experience. Absolutely. Now, without further ado, let's kick things off with our first song, Rise by Project Harmonix. You're listening to Pulp Beats and Deep Talks, where the beats are fresh and the talks are deep. Let's go.
Welcome back, dear listeners. You're tuned into Pulp Beats and Deep Talks. I'm your host, Robin Gray, and it's time for our Deep Talk segment. Today, we're exploring the psychology of humour with our guest expert, Dr. Linda Carter, a renowned psychologist known for her narrative storytelling style. Dr. Carter, it's a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you, Robin. It's fantastic to be here. So, Dr. Carter, humour is such a fascinating and complex aspect of our lives. To kick things off, can you share with us why humour is such a crucial part of human interaction? Absolutely, Robin. Imagine humour as a social glue. It's a tool we've evolved to bond, to reduce stress and to navigate our social world. There's a tale I often recount about a tribe where laughter was used as a sign of peace. It demonstrates that humor transcends mere words. It's a universal language of connection and harmony. That's incredibly insightful. And in your opinion, how does humor vary across different cultures? There's a beautiful diversity in humor. For instance, in some cultures, humor is subtle and indirect, often wrapped in layers of context, while in others, it's more direct and slapstick. The cultural lens shapes what's funny and what's not. It's like a tapestry of different comedic threads woven together, each culture adding its unique pattern. Fascinating. We're discussing the psychology of humour with Dr. Linda Carter. And speaking of listeners, we've got some questions from you. Here's one from Alex34. How does humour impact our mental health? Great question, Alex. Humour is a balm for the mind. It's scientifically shown to reduce stress hormones and increase endorphins. It's like a mental workout that leaves you feeling refreshed and lighter. I've seen cases where humor was a pivotal part of therapy, aiding in recovery and resilience. What's heartening to hear? We have another question, this one from Hannah. Can humor ever be harmful? Indeed, Hannah. Humor, like any tool, depends on how it's used. There's a thin line between humor that uplifts and humor that wounds. It's all about context and intention. Sometimes what's intended as a joke can inadvertently perpetuate stereotypes or cause harm. It's a delicate dance of words and perceptions. Dr. Carter, have you ever tried telling a joke during a therapy session to lighten the mood? Actually, I have tried that. Once I told a joke to a particularly stressed patient to alleviate the tension. It worked, and he was able to enjoy a hearty laugh. Have you ever treated someone with a humorous approach who ended up making too many jokes and the therapy session got out of control? Fortunately, that hasn't happened so far. But I always keep an eye on ensuring that humor in a therapy session doesn't take center stage and respects the seriousness of the issue at hand. If you had to describe humor as a recipe, what ingredients would you add to create the perfect joke? If humor were a recipe, I would add a pinch of wordplay, a handful of irony, and a generous portion of surprise, seasoned with a good dash of self-deprecation. The secret often lies in the combination of these ingredients, with timing playing a crucial role. Humor is like a culinary art, where the right blend creates the perfect flavor. Thank you, Dr. Carter. For such a profound discussion, to our listeners, stay tuned as we continue to explore the depths of humour with Dr. Linda Carter. Next up, we've got a music break, but don't go anywhere. There's much more to come on Pulp Beats and Deep Talks. 
and we're back on Pulp Beats and Deep Talks. I'm Robin Gray, joined by my co-host Justin Rachter and our esteemed guest Dr Linda Carter. In this part of Deep Talks, we're diving into the obstacles related to humour and how to overcome them. Dr Carter, let's start with a common issue misinterpretation of humour. How can we navigate this in our daily interactions? That's a great starting point, Robin. Misinterpretation often arises from cultural or personal differences. One practical approach is to be mindful of our audience. Know their background and sensitivities. It's like being a chef. You tailor your flavors to suit the palate of your diners. I like that analogy. So it's about awareness and adaptation. Uh, Dr. Carter, what about when humor is used negatively, like in bullying or sarcasm that hurts? How can we address this? Justin, it's crucial to distinguish between humor that heals and humor that harms. When faced with negative humor, it's important to assert boundaries. Communicate clearly that the humor is not appreciated. It's also about fostering an environment where positive humor is the norm, where kindness is the undercurrent of jest. That's a powerful distinction. Now, we had a question from a listener, Marcus. A taught extent, do you believe humour plays a role in coping with everyday stress factors in the modern world? In the modern world, humour plays a crucial role in coping with stress. It serves as a release valve to alleviate tensions and ease the stress of daily life. When we laugh, we release happiness hormones that provide us with a sense of well-being. Humour can also serve as a form of social expression that helps us connect with other people. Just think about how often we share funny videos or memes with friends to make each other laugh. It's a universal language that assists us in navigating the challenges of modern life with a smile. Do you believe that pets have a special sense of humor and sometimes intentionally make us laugh? Pets definitely have a sense of humor, Justin. Sometimes they seem to do funny things on purpose to make us laugh. It's hard to say if it's truly intentional, but it certainly brings joy to our lives. Just think about the cat that suddenly decides to disappear into a paper bag, or the dog that is clearly proud of its latest shoe destruction. These moments of animal humor enrich our lives and strengthen our connection to our furry friends. Uh, Dr. Carter, if you were a stand-up comedian, what topic would you address in your comedy show? If I were a stand-up comedian, I would probably talk about the absurd aspects of a psychologist's life. I would speak with great enthusiasm and a twinkle in my eye about the quirky facets of a psychologist's life. A psychologist's life is like a journey through the mysteries of the human mind, and there are so many humorous and surprising moments in it. I would talk about how our therapy sessions sometimes feel like a game of chess where we try to anticipate the next move of our patient without knowing the rules. And yes, I would also address the inevitable cliches that come with the psychologist's life. The chairs, the notepads, the famous question, and how does that make you feel? But most importantly, I would emphasize how incredibly enriching and fulfilling it is to lead the life of a psychologist. The moments when we help people better understand themselves and improve their lives are priceless. And yes, humor also plays a crucial role in our own lives in managing the balancing act between depth and lightness. Dr. Carter, if you were leading a humor workshop, what exercise would you recommend to participants to improve their sense of humor? 
In my humor workshop, I would recommend participants to engage in improvisation games. These exercises foster creativity and quick thinking, which is helpful in humor. Plus, they are just plain fun. Through improvisation, we can learn to be more spontaneous and feel comfortable in humorous situations without worrying too much about perfection. It's a great way to cultivate humor and boost self confidence. These are fantastic tips, Dr. Carter. Before we wrap up, could you share a final piece of advice for our listeners on embracing humor in their lives? Certainly. I would like to leave you with this final recommendation. Life doesn't always go as we wish. Try not to take life too seriously all the time. Allow humor to be your companion in everyday life. Observe children and learn from them. Laugh at mundane things as well. Because, as a saying goes, a day without laughter is a day wasted. So, find your joy and share it with others. Wise words to live by. Thank you, Dr. Linda Carter, for such an enlightening discussion. And to our listeners, we hope you found this deep talk as insightful as we did. Up next, we've got more great music lined up for you. Stay tuned.
All right, listeners, it's time for Robin's rant. The part of our show where I get to share my thoughts unfiltered and raw. Today, I'm diving into something we all endure but rarely talk about, small talk. Mm, Small talk, the appetizer of human interaction that nobody really wants. You're at a party trapped in a corner with someone and there you go, nice weather we're having, huh? I mean, do we really need to fill the air with observations about weather, traffic or how fast the year is going? It's like a verbal dance, a prelude to, well, often to more small talk. And here's the thing, I get it. Small talk can be a social lubricant. It's a way to ease into a conversation, especially with someone new. But sometimes it just feels like we're spinning our wheels in the shallow end of the conversational pool. Why not dive into the deep end? Let's skip the what do you do and go straight to what's the craziest thing you believe in? Or what book changed your life? Imagine the conversations we could be having. I challenge everyone listening next time you're about to default to small talk. Take a plunge, ask something unexpected. Let's make our conversations as vibrant and colourful as the world around us. And who knows, you might just make a deeper connection or at least have a more interesting chat. That's my rant for today. Small talk. Let's turn it up a notch. Oh, Robin, I guess this means no more chatting about the coffee machine at work, huh? Exactly. Justin, let's save our words for the stuff that really stirs the pot. Thanks for tuning into Pulp Beats and Deep Talks, folks. Stay curious, stay bold, and as always, keep those beats deep and talks real. Catch you next time.
Welcome back, everyone. You're tuned in to Pulp Beats and Deep Talks with your hosts, Justin Rector and the ever-energetic Robin Gray. It's time now for Justin's Fresh Beats, the segment where I get to share some of the newest, most exciting tracks from artists you might not have heard of yet, but definitely should. Today, we're featuring a track that's been on my radar, and I'm thrilled to share it with you. The song is Retrofuturistic Love by Static Bliss. So this uh, band has been making waves in the indie scene with their unique sound, a blend of synth pop and retro vibes mixed with modern beats that just pull you in. Their music is like a time machine taking you back to the 80s and then shooting you forward into the future. What I love about this track is the way it balances nostalgia with a fresh contemporary feel. The synth lines are smooth and have this dreamy quality Static Bliss has a way of crafting songs that feel familiar yet entirely new.
you enjoyed the music you just heard, I strongly encourage you to explore Static Bliss's complete album. It offers a captivating sonic journey that you won't want to overlook. Uh, additionally, please bear in mind that supporting emerging artists is vital for maintaining a dynamic and diverse music scene. Take a moment to give their music a listen, share the word, and continue to discover new sounds. That's it for Justin's Fresh Beats. Stick around for more music.
Hey listeners, Robin here, giving you a sneak peek into what's coming up next week on Pulp Beats and Deep Talks. Uh, next episode, we're diving into the th thrilling world of indie game development. Our special guest is Diego Rodriguez, a game developer who's going to peel back the curtain on what it's like to create games that challenge the norm. And in Robin's rant, we'll be getting real about something we all love to hate, an advertising We'll explore how it shapes our world in ways you might not expect. Uh, don't forget Justin's Fresh Beats. I'll be featuring Silhouettes by Crimson Groove, a track that's redefining the soundscapes of indie music. So tune in for an episode packed with insight, passion, and of course, some killer beats. Next episode of Pulp Beats and Deep Talks is going to be a game changer, literally. We hope today's discussions have sparked your curiosity and open new windows of thought. Keep exploring, keep questioning, and most importantly, keep enjoying great music. This is Justin Rector. And we're done. Thanks for riding the waves with us today on Pulp Beats and Deep Talks. Till next time, stay curious and stay groovy. This is Robin Gray saying goodbye.